sit here. You guys over there. Brian, oh. you're the ISO, actually, dude. You guys, where's the mic in here? I don't see the mic! It's in there somewhere. Hey, we got Let's go! Let's go! Yeah. Alright, we're gonna start this thing while you fill your beer. We don't really know what we're doing. Oh, okay, cool. Is this the first one? Yeah. Have you turned it on yet? Yep, we were recording the whole time. Just trying to help. Um. So yeah, guys, welcome to uh, Black and Bloom Recording Studio. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this is cool. It's um, yeah, in here yeah. It's 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 great really to have clean. you guys. It's really clean. Um, this is our first podcast. Um, would you guys like to help us name it? Are we are we rolling? Yeah, yeah. We're live. I don't have a name for it. <laughs> We're live. How about so, is this thing working? <laughs> just think about that through the next half hour, hour. Um, I have to pee really bad. So let's get this done. Good stuff. Nice. So. For all of you in podcast world, all ten of you, ten uh, Black and Blue's recording studio in Denver, Colorado, Rock City, and we're on East Colfax, and um, well, we've been here for like five years, we record all kinds of awesome shit from Denver and beyond, and um, we're going to start this thing with our good friends Bud Bronson and the Good Timers, who are world famous. And they are a band that just finished tracking here, and hopefully our goal is that every month or so, we'll talk to a band that's been in here. We'll come back in here. (laughs) Exactly. Our only guest. (laughs) Um, So welcome, Bud Bronson and the Good Timers. Thanks. Thanks. Happy to be here. Hello. This is great. Um, Just so everyone can maybe recognize your voices. Uh, let's just start over here to the left with, who are you? What do you do? My name is Luke Gottlieb. What, what's your last Vic, name? Vic Bone. Oh, forgot you guys right. have... Uh, yeah. Gottlieb. Gottlieb. It's a, it's a German last name, but I'm not German. I never knew that. Yeah. Interesting. I play uh, lead guitar in Bud Bronson, The Good Timers. Yes, and you do it well, I might add. Thank you, sir. And your, your uh, what do you guys call them? Your... Uh, what? Your other names. Uh, softball names? Those are just our names. Yeah, I don't know. Our other names? You like guys our have alter names? egos or our whatever. aliases? Aliases. Yeah. Mine is, mine's Vic Bone. Yeah, I like right. Vic Bone. And in that sense, we are all the children of Bud Bronson. My name is Brian Beer. Uh, what do you do? Rhythm, guitar, and vocals. Awesome. <laughs> and your, your alter? Uh, Richie Nitro. <laughs> I'm looking right at you, listener. <laughs> <laughs> and who's this dude? Uh, this is uh, Forrest Bartosh. I play drums. And my alias was Corky, then it was turned into Cabo Wabo. I like that better. So, did you get a new jacket for that? Uh, no, I what still need to get, get a new, new patch. <laughs> We're just a patch. We're yeah. just going to white out his name. In, yeah, in the style of Cabo Wabo, he would just get like a white paint pen and write Cabo Wabo. Sweet. All right, and you gentlemen, who are you? Um, Austin. Did I mention I play drums? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I was going to take that one. Um, Austin Grafa, and I play bass. Wait, what's your last name? Grafa. Grafa? Also German. But you I'm made not that. Jewish. What the <laughs> we spend We spent so much time yeah, together. Yeah, what did you think yeah, my name was? You guys when never I was ever once you. said your last names. I've been mode. You, you don't walk into a room and go, hey, what's up? I'm Austin Grafa. <laughs> I did that actually when I first came here. Whatever. Whatever. Joke. Maybe Bullshit. You know. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Scraps Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Is yeah. that it? Oh, that's yeah. a great mic. Scraps Jackson. Were you yeah. playing the band? 
Scrap. Oh, base. I play scraps. Scraps. I play scraps. <laughs> All right, so guys, thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Thanks for popping our cherries. Hey, can we just get this out of the way really quickly? This is what... Uh, we just need to say what a great studio this is. Oh, That's right. yeah. yeah. Okay, That's, yeah, that we love it. so sincere, man. No one asked us to say that. We're just saying it. Cool. Um, you guys should all come record here. Yes. <laughs> great recordings at an affordable price with yeah. the personal touch that brings it and the like, extra now we have What do you know? She's here and I found a dollar in the couch <laughs> where I just happened to be sitting. Yeah. Oh, that's right. This we got from the heart. Austin just found a dollar in the couch. <laughs> yeah, we pay you. Yeah. And it said, that is a value. isn't this a nice studio? And it <laughs> yeah. got me thinking, this is a really nice studio. <laughs> cool, man. Thanks, guys. It really means a lot. Um, we have a lot of questions for you, like from all of your fans out there. Hey, Mom. And, yeah, I was going to say your family as well. Um, uh, yeah, so why don't we just get right in there, man. Uh, let's talk about the recording first. Yeah. It's been how long? When was it? It was, uh, like, almost a year. Right? Bullshit. Wait, no, 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 it was no, April. Nine months. March, April. April. We really? finished on April 18th-ish. Okay, geez. Yeah. And this project, um, it happened here, listeners. Uh, we did it from start to finish. I think we did pre-production and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. pre-pro day in January. Did, uh, so they could flesh out the songs. and um, So you guys spent like a lot of time here, more than most bands. I think it was 20 I mean, days, including pre-pro. Fuck, yeah. yeah. 20 days total with mixing, which a lot, that was... Yes, yeah. We weren't here for all that. But it's still, it was a lot of time. Pre-production, tracking, not because you guys weren't able to pull it off quickly, but just because of the... The depth of the songs and the you know the complexity of all the guitarmonies and all the shit going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know we all wanted to get it right. So, oh Jesus, that's really. Well, while you do that, we need to thank Greater Than Collective for allowing us to spend yes, twenty days yeah. in the studio. Hey, I was going to ask possible. you guys about that. Well, too. we'll talk about that later. Then that's okay. great. I'm glad we're going to talk about that. <laughs> well, yeah, they should get they should get a thank you. They do. For sure. They, they get yeah. many or thank yous. Thanks for your money, Greater Than. That was cool. Thanks for your love. love they really piss and love. More so, we're not loves and hugs. Right. We we're not a numbers cool. band. We have the ultimate Ben DeSoto story from just a few day, few days ago. Oh right, yeah. We'll save that. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um. Okay. So uh, what was I saying? So you spent a lot of time on the record. Uh, I think you can hear it in the finished product. A lot of shredding. What do you need, buddy? You need a refill. Oh yeah, thank you. Mm, this yeah, go ahead. It's, it's like, yeah. um, this ratio beer works from Denver, Colorado is delicious. <laughs> ratio beer works bringing rock and roll and beer to you on twenty seven hundred Larimer Street. Brought to you. Wrong address, but close. <laughs> right, close. Yeah, I mean, if someone stumbled, they took an Uber there. They you get to it. that? Yeah, you'll find. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, or whatever. All right. Well, I guess that covers about everything. Yeah, we're out of here. <laughs> Good job, guys. Thanks. Okay. No, seriously. All right, seriously, uh, yeah. I think at this rate, we're going to fill an hour pretty easily. <laughs> cool. totally do. You could it. just make this like a multi-month series. Yeah, the, we can divide this, yeah, this one episode into like eight. <laughs> Guys, um, don't stop listening. We're going to get to the good stuff. All right, for real. Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> Sorry, uh, got off course. This thing's going off the rails. I got a question. How many songs did you drop from pre-production to coming into the record? Uh, do you mean drop by like... This album's gonna drop. What do you mean, like, cut? We're not gonna we track this. Cut. Okay. At least three. We cut three, I think. Yeah, yeah. right to booze, small town champs, ten year. And actually wrote one more. And then cars. Wrote yeah, two you wrote more. one last minute. Two yeah, more. I wrote two more. One minute. Actually, wrote three more and put one as a B side. 
That's right. Yeah. Find your own. So there's eleven on the album. album. Twelve on the album. And then yeah. Yeah, then we use cars for the split with Epidemic. Yeah. That was a tough call. That was. I was kind of sad. Cars is an awesome song, and it's like this, the mid-tempo jam. It's yeah. kind of yeah. Weezer-esque and, and <laughs> rocking and no. triumphant, but no. was I wanted one? it on the album, but I totally understand why it didn't end up on there. Cool. But I fought for it for a minute. <laughs> I have no say it's in that. Awesome to have someone who knows and cares about those things and yes. will fight you for those. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, let's talk about the recording itself. Were there any favorite moments like on the album, when you listen back, because I know you guys just sit at home in your Lazy Boys and just listen to your own album all the time. It's the only mm-hmm. one I listen to. Right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Mm, yeah. um, no, but if if there was, a, like, well, let's just say, let's go each one of you. Yes. Like, Vic Bone. <laughs> what? On the album, like, we spent a lot of time on getting all of your shreds just right. Um, what's your favorite, like, guitarmony on the album? Oh man, there's a lot of moments. I think my favorite moment on the record is um, sleeveless part two. It's Can you sing it for us? <laughs> <laughs> Can you mouth it? Is it a riff? All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, to me, it's like the most. To me, it's the most soulful part on the album. Um, I'm not hearing it. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> Yeah, I think my favorite moment with you was trying to get that tapping part on the end of the solo and sleeveless one. <laughs> that was your favorite. Well, yeah, I think I think after we got that, I was uh-huh. pretty proud of that. It felt good, and all the all the leads on um, Deer Commercial were were super tough to nail correctly but man those are some of my favorites okay awesome sidetrack yes uh did the beer commercial video come out and it's i out, haven't baby. seen it everyone has seen it. it it's out, it's out, came out today it came out we oh today like yeah. five hours ago Sweet. okay um yeah, i'm gonna watch that as soon as this is done cool i could watch it right now and hit pause but i don't really want to do that <laughs> um <laughs> do it the first uh bathroom break yeah, yeah good call just coming soon it's good call. um Okay, Brian, what was your favorite part of the album? Uh, I don't, when I listened to it, the uh, end of Vapidemic, when it's like the lyrics are, uh, we don't gotta hit 88 to fly right back to the glory days. My car, outer space, we can fly back to the glory days. I love that part because the lyrics before that were really cheesy. <laughs> I remember you changing that. Yeah, we changed it kind of at the last minute and it came out so much better. And like, Well, so what were the original lyrics you remember? It was like, dude, I don't even want to talk about them. Let's well, not talk about them. Let's talk about <laughs> no one. We don't want to live in the Come on. <laughs> no one really uh, has, I guess people only get that that's a Back to the Future reference. I know you did, Fogel, but I don't know if other people Everyone get it. would. Everyone, Everyone would over if they've seen the movie, no, right? Yeah. That's great because I think they're playing on TLC right now. Really? <laughs> For the whole month of a, yeah. well, the rest of this year. It's a yeah. Well, Back to the Future Day just happened, and that brought the the whole awareness back. of the the movie to a new level. That's right. Yeah. Back to the present. So even okay. I think kids that maybe weren't aware before now are going to be like, oh, dude, I totally know what that is. God, they, yeah, they better think like, we're well, so. I can't believe they made that movie based off that Bud Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> Um, totally. Okay, Forrest, uh, favorite parts of the album? Or uh, part, whatever. I think one of the goosebump factors for me is uh, Sleeveless One. Mm-hmm. The key change after the tapping of the solo. Mm-hmm. 
Could you sing it for us, please? <laughs> <laughs> I did mention I was the drummer, right? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I'm trying to remember part. that goes. This has been months since I've listened to this thing. It goes... That part? No, you're talking about like the soaring eagle harmony right after the Luke's tapping part. Something like that. Yeah, listen to the album. You'll hear it. You'll love it too. Great, sounds great. Yeah, there's a lot of parts that I remember being described as, okay, and now this place is gonna blast you into the stratosphere and all these things. There's a lot of that going on. I wanted to say too, my favorite personal moment as far as recording, is after I finished most of drum tracks, all of them, but we had to come back in the Pioneer Iron. Right. And I nailed that one in two takes. Yeah, killer. Blew through it. That was great. That's a good feeling. We just came yeah. off tour and we were all lubed up and ready to go. It was awesome. No. <laughs> so yeah, sponsored good. by Quaker State Auto Lube. <laughs> 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 we, uh, we okay, Austin. Awesome. Uh, yeah, Dave. <laughs> no, yeah um, I I still love even though I've heard it a hundred times in Kitty South when everything drops out and it's just the bass and the drums and it's like du 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 du. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. And I remember we were like figuring out like where it should come in and like maybe like like sending it across the sky, like actually in the speakers. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, that's rad. So I think that was the that victory fest thing. That's a cool effect we did. Yeah. No. We, yeah. I don't think it was. Some I don't think it was that case. That. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's. Yeah, we had Victory Fist, Victory Fist Cross. That's right my speaker. favorite right now, man. Bill's killer. All right, oh, nerds, sweet. go listen to that one. Great. Good. Um, okay, those are, all, those are all fantastic moments. Um, I'm going to go take a piss. Okay. Um, Dan has a question, or questions. questions. Some of the many questions we have for you guys um, from friends and family. So, uh, go. You know, watch take over. I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna pee. Talking, These dude. mics are really hot, so you might hear a very powerful stream <laughs> coming from the other room. Yeah. So, uh, take it away, Dan Fox. All right. So, what? what was the worst part about Christopher? <laughs> 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 oh, you hate this so embarrassing. I can't believe it. It's ruining everything. No, what surprised you the most about making the record or maybe a particular song like coming into it oh. had an idea and then you totally did a change up or man i just made a suggestion from full because yeah. i know he worked a ton especially on the guitars with you yes yeah, that's uh that's something that chris is really good at he uh like parts that we weren't sure of in the song itself he's good at helping you out for sure think think outside of the box yeah something yeah he is yeah, he listens. Like so this little change up, yeah, of the songs that we weren't quite sure how they were gonna flow together. Even right. a, even a lot with the vocals, you know, a lot of yeah. You know, should I go to this note or should I stay on this note longer than I? Yeah, usually like the cadence I, and the melody. Yeah, all like, and stuff like yeah. That. I think Chris was really good at bringing the best performance out of all of us in the moment we had. Nice. Very cool. He's coming back. Other than that, yeah, he's alright. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I mean, that's, um, just, that's just how it looks. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. You can't help that. Yeah. Hey, what happened while I was gone? 
Um, He's a crazy brother. <laughs> we we had never recorded in a real studio before this. We'd recorded with Cody and Noah, who used to um, do stuff with you, Chris. He here. introduced us to you guys. Yeah, and yeah, Props Cody. To Cody. Cody worked his ass off for us, and we came up with like really good stuff working with him. He but did it for us too. Way different because we had all that stuff was more live. Like he. Like Fogel does the over or the uh, he pat what do you call that when you put the things together M- mix yeah mixing <laughs> but also in like you can we take multiple takes and combine we them multi track right yeah all that stuff and with Cody we had we have to like nail every part pretty much you can't really punch in you got to cheat more here yeah but that's cool because we're playing more complex parts no, and totally. uh, it's all within our ability especially Luke Luke can play anything that any guitar player in Denver could play it looks amazing um but uh. <laughs> But like, yeah, the way it all came together was. You got any, you got any more? That was, that was <laughs> fucking cool. spooning this up, man. <laughs> um. Well, good. So you're saying you you guys really liked it here? Uh, I yeah. think. Yeah. Maybe we did. Cool. I'd go so far and, as to make that claim. Okay. Yeah. You know. And like on a scale of one to like zero to like stratosphere, uh-huh. like how's this podcast going? Right Stratocaster. Now? Oh yeah. Stratocaster. Like, we've never done this. This is it's pretty good. This is this is fun. Yeah, this this is really good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. On that note, hey, let's talk about our sponsors really quick. All right. <laughs> let's 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 nail them. Um, Who's helping us out? Okay, so this is all buddies, but we have to give, first of all, shouts out to Ratio Beer Works. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They're drinking their yummy beers. Mm. Delicious food. And they're our I favorite brewery in Denver. Drinking a Domestica right now. Mm. Yeah, we're having a fine Domestica mm. and an Antidote IPA. And these guys are, are old friends of ours, and they're all, you know, come from punk rock families. And uh, they name all their beers after songs and albums and cool shit and they're the best and they're down at 29th and Larimer um, they've supported beer. us before they've been supporting us. they were sponsoring the Black and Bloom sessions yeah. before they were even ratio um, just donating beer and being involved in the music scene like and they're doing a lot of really mm-hmm. cool shit down there so anyone in Denver or if you're visiting Denver which everyone is <laughs> Let's um, get the fuck out, Adam. <laughs> 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 <vacancy>, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm from yeah, Jersey. 29 in Larimer, not 2700 Larimer, yeah. as Austin said. Um, and then we want to say thanks to For the Love of Punk, Johnny specifically, for the love of punk.com. Uh, also been a huge supporter of us. Uh, he yeah. has, God, everything we've done, oh, our shit, entire websites. web presence. Is yeah, it's thanks to him, oh. and uh, he does the shit idea. out of the kindness of his heart. He's also the the bass player for the Gamuts. For those of you who don't know who that is, mm-hmm. um, he, who are they um, again? Yeah, <laughs> he uh, he's got he's done so much for us, and we really appreciate it. So go check out for the love of punk. He even took care of all this podcast technology that we don't understand. So, cool. thank Thanks, you, Johnny. Buddy. You're the man. Thanks, uh, Johnny. And last but not least, yamansguitars.com. That is our good buddy, Michael Marty, who's all the way out in Switzerland, Bern, Switzerland. And he has absolutely a. It's a dream world of guitars and vintage gear. If you're into that sort of thing, of course. Most of us probably won't be in Bern in the next couple of weeks, except for me. But uh, <laughs> if you <laughs> you can't go to Bern, if you're not me, go to go to uh, yamansguitars.com and check out his massive inventory. 
And he's a super cool guy. If you even have any questions about vintage gear, guitars, you're thinking about getting a guitar, he will tell you anything. Go. Nice. He'll tell you anything you want to know. He's not trying to sell you shit, but he will guide you in the right direction, and you may just end up buying something from him anyways. Um, is that a yeah? I'll, I'll bring it back with for an you. H or no H? That's with an H. H. Yeah, okay. with an H. Yeah, proper oh, yeah. Guitars. Yeah, man's. Yeah, man's. With an S. Yeah, man's guitars. Yeah, lots of man's there. Um, yeah, Michael also plays in the Gamuts and uh, Dwayne. So this is all very incestual people. Mm -hmm. But we just happen here. to have a lot of cool friends doing a lot of cool shit. So Dwight thanks, everybody. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, where did my question sheet go? Fuck. Yeah, six dudes, six growlers. I had to turn down the heat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Guys, you're doing a great job. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks. Um, let's uh, let's get to some of these questions from people, yeah. okay? Yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, from... Ryan Church of the Lawsuit Models. Oh, great band. Hey, great Ryan. band, great and dude. And great guys, yeah. He writes, Ryan, your hair always looks so silky uh -huh. smooth and sure. full of volume. Sure. What brand of shampoo and conditioner do you use? <laughs> Funny you ask, Ryan. Um, <laughs> I, um, really I uh, don't shampoo my hair. What do you do? But, but once a month. But once a month. Nor condition. It's God's conditioner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Condition so this from is just natural. Whatever guys you believe in, yeah. Sometimes, when I, whenever I do wash my hair and condition it, I use Luke's, and I don't know if he knows that, but he probably does. <laughs> so what do you use, Luke? I figured it out. <laughs> What's your brand? Well, I've kind of bounced around, um, you know, head and shoulders sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you need that. Uh, Dr. Bronner's, it's great. Makes you feel. You use the soap as the shampoo? We're not a champion. Dr. Bronner's? Well, no, you're just kidding. He meant Axe. <laughs> <laughs> We've never been to a fish show. Right. <laughs> That's weird. I have a fucking question about that. How okay, the cool. fish show? Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that yet, is what I mean. <laughs> no, rumor has it you guys were at the fish show when the illegal Pete show was going on. My question is why? I think the rhythm section was at the <laughs> show. We had the band representatives yes, there. Yeah, the rhythm section yeah. was there. Yeah. No, you're all in denial. All right. <laughs> It's okay, I won't expose you. No, dude. Fucking love fish. <laughs> Grew up on that shit. Fish the food, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Amazing. Or the, or the hobby. Yeah, I like fish Don't sticks. Three. <laughs> um, okay, we have more questions. Dan, you want to do a question? You got more yeah, questions? I got one, too. I got more, too. Um, this is for Brian, too. I usually see most people, uh, vocalists, go in with some water, tea, whiskey, beer. You dip into the cheddar snack mix before you sing vocals, dude. <laughs> what up? Really? Oh, yeah, Who dude. knew that? Multiple Who? times. Someone on the inside, obviously. Dude. God. I didn't know that. Damn it. It's not supposed to... Can we not talk about that right now? That's interesting, though. Like, <laughs> it's good. It's like, nah, most man, people have a dry throat. throat. Ryan has, like, too wet. He's just, like, dry. He's a sandpaper. cheese powder. Yeah. Give us another one, Dan. All right. Um... Our sponsors today yeah, are yeah. our <laughs> sponsors, sorry. Great question. I already asked a couple from earlier. Um, like, in general, there are people out there who, you want me to do one? when there's yeah, food in front of them, they cannot eat it, right? Okay, so yeah. guys, okay. there's, um, like. you guys maybe would be considered as part of the, the party punk scene in Denver. <clears throat> I mean, if that's a thing, right? 
According to uh, Open Air and their plugs for our show next week, we are. We got a plug? Yeah, it was oh, nice. sweet. What did it say? It was like, if you're in the mood to do some party, there's a nice party rock and roll band playing on the 18th. Okay, I think well, that I'm great, okay though. with the party connotation, yeah. but if people think that that's the sole defining characteristic of the but band. But then she did say that totally it was at Savoy at Curtis Park, and she was like, it's a nice, elegant building. Okay. Well, so, what? Do you think so, that the... You got good yeah, yeah. Do you think that the party punk label... Um, is sort of derogatory in some way, like it means you can't play, or like you're just there to fuck shit up, or like you know, pour beer over, all over everybody. I, I think it has like a fratty connotation to oh. it in a way where you come in, you're like, let's fucking get fucked up and let's get this party started. Like oh, I don't know, yeah. that's obviously that's absolutely not what we're about. Like I don't think any of us are the life of the party. Uh, I think that lyrically, when we're talking about all these. And like you can hear in the if you if if you're someone who doesn't take life at face value, you you'll hear the lyrics and you'll understand that there's a lot of hyperbole and exaggeration right. going on there. But it's um it's supposed to be celebratory, and it's not supposed to, and it's supposed to come from a place of earnestness. Which um, I you totally believe that when you hear this album. I mean that that comes across. Right. You. I would have never. That's funny that you said. Uh, it makes you think frat boy thing because. I guess I get that from somebody who would hear the term party punk, but has never been to a show with and all their buddies at the High Dive or that's something. That's what the hesitation is. They would probably like think, yeah, this, this could be... Right. It's like, we we want to make new friends. Like, we want people to, other people to come to our show who haven't been there. And so the the term, like, party rock can be a little restricting to some people. Party, so is it party rock? Is that what they're calling it? Party rock? Yeah, party rock. Which is oh, it's so like this disgusting. Article, disgusting. Is this article, say party although, yes, although party it's rock. the it's we fucking voluntarily sat down for an interview yeah, for and a party rock thing. I don't no think no way ashamed of being I'm not ashamed of being like being identified as that. I just think that if in a nice like set like in a nice sitting where we get to sit down and talk about things. We can we can expand on that. That's right. I just pointed it awesome. That's right. <laughs> but there's a lot of things that I think if you take a fist value with this band, then you're gonna really miss the point. We have a giant eagle on the cover of our album carrying a flying V guitar, and if people think that's like us being like America, like that's fu- I don't think any any of the four of us have ever said that. <laughs> no, it's a no. stupid joke. Yeah. I don't think. Like I think I speaking for myself, I legitimately sincerely enjoy hot dogs. And Miller High Life, and that's not like to be ironic or to make a joke. No, like, no, dude. So I really, yeah, let's let's um, tell everybody like you you guys came from or you came from the East Coast. Yeah, you moved here from. I came here from New from Jersey, Jersey. in two thousand five. First to Boulder, and then to here. Yeah, and yeah, I, I get it. Like you are, you are definitely not being ironic about any of that shit. I know this, and when I see the the image of a soaring eagle on the album. It is just the most appropriate... That's the image that comes to your mind when you hear these fucking soaring guitar leads. Yeah, it's like, perfect. that's you're what I want to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You yeah. want to hear and see. There's no, there's no irony about it. That's what's so awesome. But yeah, yeah, think about yourself when you're 14 years old and you're listening to like your guitar gods, your music gods, mm-hmm. and like you're watching a video of them or something, and you think like they're the coolest people in the world. That's the coolest thing in the world. And you don't have any... You're not old enough to like to realize the maybe the contradictions in that or maybe why reality is not what you see in the fantasy of the of Like the their video. cock piece might be ex- a bit exaggerated. Sure. <laughs> and with this stuff, this is like, this whole album's written almost from that perspective of like, 
like I like idealistically worshiping this stuff and like trying to maintain that teenage innocence. Like as you get older, you can't you can't really do that. Like you know too much about the world and it's not what it appears to be. But like, what? Think, <laughs> let's talk about Star Wars. We got Star Wars coming out soon. When uh, when that movie was made, George Lucas go. wanted to Way make different. wanted to make <laughs> wanted to make a fantasy fairy tale that that didn't that wasn't serious. It was the seventies and all this crazy shit was happening. It was just escapism at its as it, at its most purest, and that's what this album is supposed to be too. That's what this band is about, in, in my idea. Bro. In my, in my <laughs> and that's why we decided to uh, have our our release show. The day Star Wars comes out. That's right. Is that true? That's no, it's not true. Oh, Jesus. It's like, good planning, dude. <laughs> yeah, totally. What's the name of that venue again? Savoy. 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 Um, Friday, December 18th. What's the, what made you choose that joint? Um, well, Excuse we, me. I mean, we wanted to do something different. We, we yep. love a lot of venues in town. Some we really love a lot. And... But we just yeah, <laughs> and uh, but we really like when we were sitting down. We we're like, okay, like, I dive three. We have this one opportunity to do something different, just because it is our album release show. Sure. And so, how how can we expand on that? What what can we do? And so, uh, Jesus, where uh, is it? At Savoy. I don't know about that place. Twenty seventh and Arapaho. Twenty seventh and Arapaho. Like Friday, December eighteenth. Like a nice dance before, hall. So. Yeah. Yeah. Say that again. When is it and where? One more time. Anyone? December 18th, Savoy. Savoy. At where? 27th in Arapahoe. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's a... Uh, is it all ages joint then too? It is yeah. all ages, yeah. That's nice for that the is kids. Nice. Mm-hmm. It is nice. Uh, it's cool because we have to do a bit more work to get it done because it's not a rock and roll venue by any means. So Cody's bringing like a lot of sound stuff and he's doing sound for us and renting some sound stuff too. And uh, we have some friends doing the door, so it's... Not a DIY venue, but it is very DIY the way we have to do it. Who else is on cool. that show? Uh, the Outfit and Safe Boning is No Accident, which is very cool because... What's the second band? Safe Boning is No Accident. Um, I know the Outfit's recorded here, but we're happy to do it with both of those guys because they've been bands in Denver for longer than we have, and uh, um, I think it's always cool to, to pay homage to your elders, and they're both awesome <laughs> bands and awesome guys. They're going to find that quite rude. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna read from the <laughs> Reverb article here. This, this is what why we brought up this subject. There's an article that came out right before you guys, right after you guys got signed to um, Greater Than. Greater Than on Reverb. HeyReverb.com. Denver's fast-growing party rock scene soaks crowds in beer, comma riffs. Um, <laughs> Which is cool. We all like beers and riffs. Uh, yeah, Dirty Few soaks them in beer, we soak them in riffs. <laughs> and when you read through this article, it's just... It's really yeah, just a list of, like, all of our friends, which is awesome. And the, mm-hmm. for those of you who live in Denver, you know that this is, a, like, so many people playing the same bands, and there's a lot, a lot, a lot of love, and the shows are great. Sometimes they're just... Outrageous and off the hook. Brian Beer says from Bud Bronson and the Good Timers, it's grown out of a culture that Matty Clark, who owns the High Dive, and Josh Terry, who owns the High Dive, have created at the High Dive. We all want to breathe life into rock and roll in some form, form or another, and it feeds off itself because there's always new bands coming in. Is there any new bands you guys are stoked on right now? Shit. Um... I'm sorry to put you on the spot. Well, no. I think it's awesome that the Velveteers are playing with 
uh, Plum, or yeah, this coming weekend. We won't be here, but we played oh, with yeah. them at yeah. Larimer Lounge yeah. a while ago, and just like seems like their their names on a lot of posters. Like, in the young. coming months. Young, yeah, they're young and super young and Plum too, because they're yeah. I guess they have that's their I coming just out. Didn't even think about that, but yeah. Well, I feel like Plum just hit the hit the ground running. They have, which they're, is good. They and they're it. beautiful guys. They have pretty. This is a hard game to play because there's so many bands and you don't want to start naming some, then you can't name all of them. Well, yeah, but, there's um, a shitload. Yeah, Bar- yeah, our friend yeah. Nate plays in Bark Wilson and. uh his band is great, and I can't wait to hear some real recordings by them. And uh, the Kinky Fingers, um, aside from the fact that they're assholes, just kidding, because <laughs> they're having their show on the same day. It's not their fault; it's our fault. But their show is also December eighteenth. But they've been friends with us for a long time, and vice versa, us to them, and they're great. Um, and Lawsuit Models just put out a seven-inch that they recorded here, and it's awesome. Oh, I haven't heard it. Yeah. Oh, no, it's great. I mean. You recorded it, so you probably heard it. Yeah, those, I don't know. Dude, man, hot garbage. Excellent, excellent songs. Cool. Bring you back to high school. Like, you're still in the car with your friends. Love that. That's what it's about. Yeah. Um, cool, great. So, uh, mentioned Greater Than Collective there. Collective? Collective. Um, <laughs> sure. Collective. That's a local label. Label? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm losing it, guys. There's <laughs> <laughs> several IPAs. We're pushing... Uh, Pretty soon, I won't say anything. Hour, dude. We're oh, no, 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 no. We're just... <laughs> Remember, you oh, had it on for a long time before. I can't read this. I don't know how long we've gone. I got you. You're good. 39. How'd you guys um, join up with those guys? Greater than. Yeah, greater than. How'd um, that happen? And what is greater than? All right. I, if, I will, there are people who, if their names are not mentioned, they will be upset. Uh, I think Seth would take credit for showing us Seth Stone of Dirty Few and general Seth Stone fame would take credit for <laughs> telling us, telling Virgil and Pete about us, and then Virgil and Pete. Who are Virgil and Pete? Virgil and Pete liked it. <laughs> Virgil Dickerson and Virgil All Dickerson, good dude. who is not a, a Southern white man, as you may think. Uh, Virgil Dickerson <laughs> and Pete Turner. Uh, Pete Turner owns Illegal Pete's, and Virgil Dickerson plays a prominent What's role in it. What's Illegal Pete's? Illegal Pete's is a, is a burrito juggernaut. They make what do they have to do with music? I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, person who just moved to Denver, Illegal Pete's uh, is the punk rock burrito dispensary of Denver. And when I was in college, I didn't really yeah. even know that, but you knew it subconsciously because they put I all think, the stickers uh, on their window. I think Fogel has a history <laughs> with the... Yeah, what is Illegal Pete's, Fogel? I don't know, man. I'm asking you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of it. <laughs> And Virgil started working with them, and Virgil is the old um, owner and founder of Suburban Home Records, which was a big deal in Denver for a long time. And those guys uh, appreciated our um, uh, nostalgia rock and roll. And they liked us, and they offered us to be a part of their wonderful family. So it's a it's a record label, but it's a record well, label that Pete branched off to do some okay. yeah started a label yeah and uh, just trying to explain to people who've never yeah heard okay shit. it's okay. a cool model yeah the um sorry go ahead did I mention I play the drums Boris <laughs> 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 Bartosh everyone I love this man <laughs> um, this weekend we're going to play okay. Illegal Pete's opening in Tucson. Oh, First out of state. That's happening already? Being yeah. mm-hmm. nice. Wow, that's fucking awesome. Gonna play Albuquerque and Grand Junction. Bring us back some Sandwich, tacos. Sandwich, Legal Pete's done. Where are you guys playing Albuquerque? 
small engine. It's a little gallery, like a little DIY space. With the, uh, are you playing with Russian girlfriends? No, we tried uh, to, but one of their guys, one of their yeah, side bands, has another side band. It's called Hostiles. Uh, you can get your record at Twist and Shout right now, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we have an album out. And wax tracks. And this guy's record, t- Fantasy yeah. Machine. Yeah, yeah it's on, available on 12-inch purple vinyl. That is a sexy yes. fucking record. <laughs> um, I can't wait to hear it. I have We're getting some good reviews on the quality of the recording. Are you? The yeah. sound. Yeah, good, good. a lot of people like that. Oh, okay, so um, <laughs> uh, Michael Marty from Switzerland. I know who that is. <laughs> he, he wants to know if you guys had a dream. Well, let's start with Lou. If you had a dream guitar rig, from like <laughs> guitar to amp, oh my God. do you have one? I would probably get a custom Tele. Really? Yeah. I've, like a new one? Um, I'd probably have like a vintage, like a really sweet vintage body. Put some really stellar pickups in there. But I I play a Paul Reed Smith as well as a Tele, and they both sing in different ways. But as far as a rock machine, I found a Tele to just Whip it. Let's talk about this. I <laughs> thought when we first, um, you guys threw me for a loop when you came in here. I've, I've known you guys since you first started playing. I've been to tons of your shows before we ever recorded together. Um, and I was thought these fucking guitar tones are rad. There's there's a lot of shredding going on. But you know, live it sounds a little bit different. When you came in and you wanted to do like three quarters of your shit with a single coil pickup, that threw me for a loop. Because you guys don't sound like a single coil band to me. You don't play. You Brian's guitar was always humbucker, right? Yeah, humbuckers. But most of Luke's rhythm was single coil, right? All the all the rhythm for my checking on the album was through the telly. Yeah. And we played that through an orange. Yeah, um, mostly orange. And all the leads <coughs> were. Oh, um, shout out to Orange Amps, who sponsor us, oh, yes. by the way. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Dang, we'll have to play. Yeah. And all the, all the leads were on my Paul Reed Smith um, through, a, through the Soldano and the Marshall. Yeah. What was your favorite combo to play? We did a lot it of pedals, though, too. Probably the... Well, we did. We used mostly that natural amp distortion, but we had that booster. Mm-hmm. But the, I think my favorite combo was the Paul Reed Smith through that Marshall. There was something about that Marshall that kept me gravitating towards yeah. it. Yeah, agreed. I think it had the biggest bite, had the best sustain, the nicest tone. Um, pretty much all the wild solos on the album were through that through setup. That. Yep. Um, so if you, what if someone handed you, like let's just say Michael Marty from YamansGuitars.com <laughs> handed you a, a uh, like, 60, I don't know what the best year of is, or I would say that year, but would you have you ever played any of those like super old, awesome? I played a, a pre CBS, pre CBS telly from the, yeah. I believe the, <laughs> I believe the late like a 50s or the early 60s at this really small vintage guitar shop outside of Austin, Texas. And it was one of the coolest guitars I ever played. Killer. It had the best tone. Um, yeah, man, something about those. Those yeah, old, man. Yeah, yeah. Those old, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, it gets your hand, man. Something about those old, you know, worn in bodies that just have such warmth. Yeah, yeah. They play. Well, I was just, I think they were built better. But if somebody handed me a, uh, uh, a vintage cream colored Explorer made by Gibson, I would be. 
Oh, well, there's like five of those on yeahmans.com. <laughs> Anyways, I've seen, uh, I've seen like three of them. Brian, do you have one? Do you have a favorite? Yeah, I love a sweet Jag, Jag Fender Jaguar with the yeah. cool uh, whammy bar because I like whammy bars, or I'd want a, the top of the line Flying V. Otherwise, it's And like, what did you play on the albums? I played mostly, uh, <laughs> I played a me. lot of uh, uh, Fender so Strat with two humbuckers <laughs> in it, and I also played uh, an Epiphone Explorer. And then for Pioneer Iron, I played the SGX, which I had j- I just bought. Which is my go-to yeah. guitar now? My Gibson SGX is just. Awesome. And that one's like mauve or something, right? It's salmon. It's oh, hot. Salmon, pink, yes. It's hot. Salmon. Pink. It's awesome. What was your mauve combo to play through? Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, the Sol- I played a lot through the Soldano. I don't like the way that looks, but it sounds great. So. It looks kind of Italian. Yeah, it looks like a modern rock band from 1995. It does, yeah, <laughs> but it sounds neat. You played the Z. Dark Resin. Yeah, the Z had a lot. Played my Doctor Z that I got from. Music gear guys on South Broadway. Um, <laughs> hey, you guys should check that store out if you're in Denver. Great place. Gregory's a nice guy. Great guy. Forrest, what did you play? I played your. I was the first one to bust the bust the cherry on your new Austin Ludwig set here. Woo! That was fun. Which huge. Someday I will have a nice time. With that, I swear. <laughs> you had one once. It got stolen. Yeah, that's true. It it is. Is. Oh. He had a nice vintage Ludwig. Yeah. Got Six stolen where? Well, that's a story. Out of a van. Back in '66. <laughs> in the storage yeah, lot. 1966. Who <laughs> Have you guys been robbed yet? You mean? I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. No, we have. We, we're we're okay so far. We've been okay so far. We're Good. Lucky. But yeah, that's what great. what are these shells here? It's twenty four. 24 by 14 kick, 12. Uh, 13 inch rack, and a 16 inch yeah, 7-ply maple, American made. <laughs> yeah. It's no, quite American maple. Quite sure. Here's the shit rock, Here's quite, your read quite, rock sound. Yeah, quite an effortless sound. Yeah. Yeah, you broke those in, man. They sound great. Forrest he, is actually just broke his pine drum. Yeah. <laughs> you almost dropped that, Forrest. <laughs> Forrest was the first uh, and the last person to play that. <laughs> Oh yeah, my dad is here for the beer now. You're <laughs> done with your questions. Well, I can come up with some. What's the oh. best food place around Black and Bloom so people come and trek oh, and know they can get a good? Uh, Maybe mention Stacco Taco, taco Place, definitely. Which one? Right right there? No, no, no. The one we went down taco there. Mex. Taco, taco Mex. Taco Mex. Oh, yeah. Taco Mex and Spinelli's, man. God, again, yeah, Spinelli's. Spinelli's. Yeah, we had some great. You're more lun- We had some great afternoon there, lunches right? here. I don't want to be. I have not question either. What are you guys yeah. going to do now that Kitty South is fucking... Oh, oh yeah, Good I know. Question. What I heard is it didn't oh, actually... Jim would say did they know how much Jim ancient Jim sperm is there? Ancient <laughs> sperm? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the DNA yeah. of ancient civilization. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of history. There's a lot of dead... <laughs> Sorry, that's I'm sorry with that. But anyway, that's my question. But that that does that does bother me. Forrest, this is PG thirteen. Well, with the advent of the internet, then you know it's a a place like Kitty South is rendered obsolete. Man, but your bedroom closet gets old after a while, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Kitty South, where do you go? Um, But hey, you guys live in you guys live in that neighborhood. It Um, is sad because. Yeah, I just hope there's not two bookends on Broadway, the punch bowl and then some other... Yeah, no shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of... I mean, we've lived here... Brian and I have lived in, you know, South Broadway area for four, almost four years. Yeah, which I, I mean, already, many will say 
four years. Yeah, but okay, fair enough. I know. I know. I know. Point kidding. Point being, we haven't been here very long. We've seen it change a lot. And yeah, but yeah, Kitty South is one of the last relics on South Broadway, and I think to a lot of people, it you know it it keeps this place special and it keeps it unique and it's nice seeing the fucking sign every time you go to that it's a great sign yeah it's great yeah marquee yeah totally yeah and i think there's a lot of symbolism within the lyrics on the album <laughs> you know about kitty south that we spelled wrong yeah right everything changing devil's advocate <laughs> yep. it's a building that's sitting on a prime like location of south broadway like something should be there right i don't think they should just bulldoze it and build a view house too but a view it's, house? What's a view like, house? Like, it's a shame. I, I don't know. It's, it was what it, it's Initially, it was going to be a view house, and I don't think it is anymore. What is that? Yeah, it's a bar. Like, view house, it's a bar. It has rooftop patios. Oh, and okay. bar, it's bar, I think it's yeah. got a pretty... I think it's like a cheesy sexual pun, view house, which is, which is un- inexcusable. <laughs> oh, terrible pun. <laughs> yeah, it was a view house. We don't, no, I'm not we don't stand it. for, like, cheesy sexuality. <laughs> Bring back Kitty South. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not the point. Glad you brought that up. Again, we want to just, like, have... That's the point of the song is that you, do I, I wasn't in Denver in the 70s, you hear all these stories about what a crazy place it was and how weird it was and how, uh, I mean, people talk about New York in the 70s like that too, like idealizing CBGB and all that weird shit that was going on and like, I guess that's cool, but also it's like, that was a, it was a terrible place to live. Can I bring up a cool movie scene? Please. Uh, any which way but loose, uh-huh. Clint Eastwood. Uh-huh. Walking down in front of the f- kitties on Colfax. Oh, really? Did he? Oh, that's yeah, awesome. That movie. I don't yeah, know about that. it's based in Denver. Dude, any which way you lose, great. Yeah. Any which way you can. Greater? It might be. I'm not sure which Thank one. I can't remember. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, I think the point of Kitty South is that, uh, the song Kitty South is that nostalgia is obviously. Well, hell, nostalgia ain't what it used to be. Well, and it's like good line there about brown barrels too. That place was depressing. That's it was, was only when they point That's what vapidemic is too, though. You know what? Essentially, that's what vapidemic is too. It's like both songs are sort of holding on to this, the way like nostalgia, craftsmanship. Like we we look back into the past and we idealize it. Yeah. And we and when like we see that it's gonna things are gonna change and it's gonna be different. Like you get frustrated and you start to appreciate how it used to be. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's not to say that everything new sucks. It's also not to say that everything old sucks and should just be bulldozed and forgotten. But Um, I think that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's important to, um, I think it's important to know your history, whatever it may be, like in whatever way that means. The point of playing music and the point of, being friends with people in bands and doing all this stuff to me is that it keeps you young and you can hang on to that youthful spirit as long as you can. That's that's what rock and roll is. Um, rock and roll might be a dying breed, but as long as, long as there are people who want to maintain their that that teenage innocence as long as they can, then they're gonna keep on playing music. That was fucking. Woo! <laughs> it's true. Everyone right now. Can we, what can we expect? Uh, and let's wrap it up with this. What can we expect from the uh, release show coming up next week? Is it next week? Yes, yes it is. Fr- yeah, it's Friday, 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 Friday. Well, it'll be this week when this podcast comes out. Perfect. Back to the future. Right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. um, Drums. 
Yeah, yeah. Try drums will be there. Drums, guitar. You guys are gonna have some drums. Um. Cool. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be a well, great night. I can tell you what we like. Some we good bands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us that. Tell us that. For. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it kind of goes back to why we chose Savoy. Not that you can't get this from places like High Dive, and you maybe even especially you can get this at places like High Dive because they're already established like mm-hmm. little clubhouses. Mm-hmm. But we went with the outfit. We went with safe boating, and we chose this place because we do want that feeling of like this is our community, like, let's all do this together, like, we have friends working door, we have, we're doing all of this, you know, so, like, you built the show own. on your own, Cody's gonna yeah. do it, like, yeah. Cody's doing the sound, like, we're renting all this stuff, so it, hopefully it really feels like it's something that's different than just, like, a, a typical show on a Friday mm-hmm. night. I'm yeah, sure it will. And they're doing, they're giving us great drink specials as well. That's awesome. Great. $3 PBRs, $4 shots. <laughs> That comment brought to you by Tito's Vodka. $4 shots at Savoy. Yeah, the show should be everything that we want all our shows to be, which is where everyone feels welcome, uh, whether you go to shows every weekend or you go once in a while. But uh, I, we want to show you the, the great aspects of local music and the Denver music scene, and uh, we want you to have a great time. All right. And you better. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fucking better. I think um, that's a good place to stop, you guys. Thanks, Bud Bronson, the Good Timers. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the first ever Black and Bloom Thank podcast. you, Black and Bloom. Yeah. Thanks, Black and Bloom. We had a really good time, and uh, maybe in a month we'll talk to you again. Okay? Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah.